Hey everybody, it's Raul Gonzalez. And I'm Oscar Ibieta. And this is Medicare Agent IQ. And the reason that we do this show is because we know that there's agents out there that might be struggling with their in their Medicare journey. Uh, and, and of course, other agents, maybe they're just trying to, to, to stay, keep motivated, stay on top of things, right? Which is always really cool. Sharpen the tools. Yep. And if you're listening right now, we are in AEP already. This, the, the, this show will be aired on the 18th. The 16th. 16th. Oh, no, the 18th. You're right. 18th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Wednesday, the 18th. And uh, so what we're going to do is something a, a, a little bit different today. And what it is, is kind of reaction videos, plus how to apply to certain kind of YouTube shorts that, that, that we've seen out there where, you know, a big issue is, is a lot of times people who work in sales, maybe they're watching Medicare videos, but not watching sales videos, or they do and just not kind of really understanding how to apply it. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to go through and n none of the crazy ones, right? <laughs> like none of the ones, we're not, we're not looking at like a, the, a big thing is like, we're not looking to like, kind of like negatively point out anything about maybe someone's style. Everybody, I, I feel like, I feel like when you're, when you're doing these types of things and, and when you work in uh, kind of influencing people to be successful in sales, that there are a lot of different styles. And I don't think any of them are wrong other than like the ones that make you kind of be a little sleazy. Yeah. But, but outside of that, there's not really a wrong way to do this. And so really what we want to do is encourage people that, hey, let's watch some of these. Let's kind of figure out uh, how you can apply it to Medicare. And so just maybe even some thoughts that we have on, on these videos. So the very first one is uh, starting kind of with, uh, with Andy Elliott. He's, he's, he's kind of polarizing himself. Yeah. So, uh, but we'll start with him because there's actually a, a, a really cool one. Let me start that one more time. Contributors, you know what they do? They show up to the dealership. They bring special energy to the showroom floor. When they answer the phone, they answer the phone like they love where they're at and they've dreamed to work for this company their whole life. This is Andy. How can I help you? Oh my gosh, man. What's your name? Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. Hey, by the way, I'm going to get all the information in. Where are you calling from today? Oh, that's awesome, man. I got family there. Right out the gate, you're different, baby. You're not like, use cars, this is Andy. Oh, you got the stock number? Oh, we got it, what time can you make it down? No ways, no ways. All right. I, there's a couple cool things that I thought about there. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I just think that that last part, right? This, you know, use cars, this is Andy. We've all had that experience before where you call in somewhere and it just doesn't feel very warm. It doesn't yeah. feel very welcoming and, and you feel like you're fighting an uphill battle, especially if you're calling to get some information or you're inquiring about a particular product that you're buying. If somebody answers the phone that way, I don't know, right off the bat, I'm just not excited to talk about them. So I love that we're showing this video right? because there's a way, it's just, it's night and day. It, the way that you're answering the phone, it could, it could, be the world of a difference on how the entire phone call is going to go. Yeah, you got to bring bring that good energy. Like when when you're talking to people. Like one thing I noticed is that when he was doing like how he would he would do it, he smiled the whole time. And I think that that that's an important thing for agents. Is I don't know if you can tell, but if you're if you're not 
if you're not watching the, the individual, you can always tell when they're smiling. Mm -hmm. And there's something, there's something that's just about people when they're smiling, they're excited to be there and you can actually hear their smile without seeing them. And that was one of the things that he did. And so just want to encourage agents when you're out there, remember to smile, remember to, you know, bring, bring that good energy. That's what I would tell people is make sure that, 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 that you have that positive attitude. You're in there to, you know, someone's got to be in a good mood. I think that's what he said. Someone's got to be in a good mood. People don't buy insurance. Uh, people don't buy anything when they're in a bad mood, right? So someone's got to be in a good mood. It's your responsibility to bring that joy, bring that good mood. I think that's it. Yeah, don't, and don't wear your emotions. You can't carry you your emotions in the, uh, we're moving on to the next video. No. <laughs> uh, so don't, don't carry your, leave, leave your emotions at the door. When, when you get into the office, when you get out into the field, whatever it is that you're doing, you got to leave them there because we've all got things that we're dealing with, right? Whether it's good, whether it's bad. Right now, we've got a newborn at home and, and it's been tough. And that's, that's that my wife's carrying most of the weight right now. She's carrying the team. Yeah. And, and I feel like it's been a challenge for us, but I'm not bringing, you know, whatever, if, if we didn't get sleep last night, whatever the case may be, baby's getting sick, whatever. I'm not, I'm not bringing that to the workplace. I'm not bringing that to my clients. Yeah. I'm, I'm still excited when somebody, when I go out and talk to people, I'm not going to be acting like I haven't slept last night. I'm not going to be grumpy, you know, because because I haven't, I'm 0 for 4 on my last four appointments or whatever. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to do business with you. I'm excited to, to have a conversation with you. But don't don't care. You've got to be able to have the um, emotional, I guess, structure to just leave it there. And when you come to work, you've got to bring that excitement. Yeah. People like to do business. They do. They do. And yeah. I'm not talking about that, like super high energy, uh, salesperson excitement either. Just like, just bring a good energy, just bring some, some happiness. Like, Hey man, I'm, I'm so happy, man. I'm happy to be alive. That and it, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that we get to, that we get to chat and, and, and ultimately happy that I get to help maybe put you in a better situation. Right. So. Yeah. Do you get a phone call from somebody? You know, I think about the times that I've gotten referrals. Hey, Oscar, you know, this is Betty. I got your phone number from Jane and you helped her out. Hey, Betty, thank you so much for calling. Jane, uh, remind me her last name. Great. And then maybe hopefully you remember that client that referred and you can talk a little bit about that or, oh, I'll have to give Jane a call and, and just say thank you for for uh, referring you over to me. You know, let's talk a little bit more. But you, you, you can tell that there's a smile. I'm wearing a yeah. smile when I'm receiving that phone call. It's not, you know, maybe you're you're rushing to your next appointment or you're behind on the day, you answer the phone, hey, this is Oscar, how can I help you? You know, you don't wanna be grumpy, you wanna be excited when, yeah. you, when you take that phone call. And those who listen to this podcast and they don't watch it on YouTube or anything like that, hopefully you're getting that same energy from us and hopefully you're walking into that appointment kind of riding a good wave of some, some, some good yeah. positive some good positive attitude. So let's go on to the next one real quick. I think it's a, it's a really cool one. Joe, let's say if you sold roofs you would say okay we'll just have you authorize the agreement that gives our technicians permission to come out and actually install the roof to take care of all the leaks so i'm including the benefit at the end of authorize the agreement get the words contract and sign out of there now authorizing the agreement means the same thing but it's far more of a neutral term in your process so say authorize the agreement so that you can and you repeat back the end benefit that they wanted okay so take out sign contract you don't want to do that trigger sales resistance so on that one, the, one of the, one of the takeaways for me was really just, uh, putting the benefit at the end of it. And so 
you know, to remind them. So I, I authorize all that. I, I'm not, I'm not too worried about that. That's not really my style. I'm not like that, that picky. Yeah. But one thing that I do think, or one good takeaway from that would be the idea of saying, Hey, I wanted to make sure to get together with you so we can go ahead and make sure to get your health insurance coverage going and just reminds them, Hey, so we, so we don't leave you without insurance, right? We need to get together so that way we can make sure not to leave you without insurance, I think is a, is a, is a way to kind of rephrase it. Hey, don't forget, we need to sign that, sign that, uh, that, that document to get you going on your Medicare. So it'd be like, don't forget to sign that so we can make sure to get you covered. Yep. Right. Or even, even in other ways or other forms, when you're talking to somebody, Hey, let's, let's get together so that we can see what we can do to save you money on your co-pays yeah. or to, to bring some of your expenses down or a lot of times we get people who ask us and, and in this particular market right we people talk about grocery cards they yeah. want to know if they can get or can they get money back into their social security check a lot of times if it's not a part b give back plan they may be referring to that here in texas it's called the medicare savings program where it gives you the medicare part b premium back into your social security check we get a lot of phone calls like that or people want to know how they can be getting money back or the groceries we, a lot of times, well, they've got to qualify for Medicaid. They've got to be a D-SNP. Their income has to be under a certain threshold. And if it's not, well, I still turn that into an opportunity. I could say, hey, look, even though you may not qualify, once you've uncovered the information and you know that they're going to be overqualified, they make too much money for, to qualify for any of those benefits. Hey, even though you're not going to qualify for money back into your social security check, we can still see if we can save you money in other ways. We can maybe bring down your, your co-pays or get you more dental benefits or more over-the-counter benefits. So really turning that and still, even though there's not an opportunity to get them money back into their social security check, you can still see if there's a way that you can save them money in other ways. Yeah. And, and, and ultimately, I think that just after an appointment, especially if it's one, maybe it didn't go as well as you had hoped it would go. What you should do is evaluate how you're wording things. And is there any kind of sometimes, and I notice this a lot when I'm, I'm watching people and I'm kind of watching their nonverbal uh cues, but clues mm -hmm. as to like, hey, you know, it, it, did I say something? Sometimes you'll notice like people's energy change, like even just the way that they lean in when you say something good or the way that they lean out when, you know, yeah. so kind of watch and, and kind of play it back. And sometimes to a fault, I do this where I'm playing back conversations, but but in a very good way, in a constructive way, maybe replay the conversation that you had with them and kind of notice, did, was there anything that I said that really just kind of like turned them off or, or that kind of seemed to scare them away is that why you know and so then you can reevaluate and maybe say things in a, in a different more uh, productive way yeah yeah so let's go on to the next one it just keeps jumping back on <laughs> this is why you ever when you ever go and like uh, I don't know you're at church you open up your phone and then all of a sudden <laughs> it's like going off uh, so let's go on to another one here this is uh, this is one that I really liked here this is uh, Brian Tracy, who I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of and wrote The Psychology of Selling, but. The most important part of selling is that the prospect likes you, that they like you and they trust you and they believe in you. Now, how do you build trust? Well, the three words that had enormous impact on my life forever after were the words, listening builds trust. And if you're in sales, write this down, write it on your hand, write it on your wrist, Remember, talking does not build trust. Talking, in a way, drives people away. Asking questions and leaning forward and listening intently 
builds trust. And people cannot buy from you until they reach a certain level of trust where they feel confident enough to accept your recommendations. The way that you build trust is by asking questions and listening carefully to the answers. By the way, if you're a single male and you're interested in going out with girls, when you meet a girl, don't talk to her and try to impress her. Ask her questions about herself. You like that little bonus right there, right? <laughs> and this is going to anyway. advice. Yeah, there you go. That's what here. That's what that's what Medicare agent IQ is going to start doing is dating <laughs> advice. Now, uh, go ahead. You got some takeaways real quick. Before you know, I love the the three words. Listening builds trust. Somebody has to like you. What he said at the very beginning of that. You've people like to do business with people that they like. Yeah. If you're not likable, then there's a good chance that they may not want to do business with you. So you want to make sure that you um, are able to get them to like you first and foremost. When I was in college, one of my professors said to me, what's the best way to get somebody to like you? Give them an opportunity to speak and talk about themselves. And I think that's kind of one of the points that he's trying to drive home there is ask questions, give them an opportunity to speak. If you're trying to impress a girl, you don't go and just talk, talk, talk. You ask the questions, give her an opportunity to talk about herself, right? There's people who do that. Yeah, <laughs> like a, yeah, and I just, yeah, it, it really is. If you didn't know that, if you're, if you're, if you're single and you were wondering, maybe that's, I know, <laughs> but yeah, but, but, it, but, it, but, it, but it's so true. Like people, the, 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 what, what I, what I find is that when I'm having a conversation with someone, if I'm talking about me, nobody, I mean, they might care if, if, if I say something that that's intriguing, but, but what I do is I'm looking for something that we can kind of mutually both have something to say on a lot of times, but I'm asking them questions like as I'm, as I'm getting to know them, asking them questions and then finding some common ground in that where I'm saying, you know, maybe maybe there's something where we both can talk and then we're, you know, our chemistry starts going. Yeah. That's how ke chemistry can start as well. You've got, what I like to do is in an appointment, take 15 minutes to, to try to get to know them and try to create some kind of bond. But what I find is that the, the best bond is created when I'm asking them questions about themselves about their interests. We always talk about when you walk into their house, you can, if you notice they have green grass, you notice they had like a classic car in the driveway. If you notice it and you just kind of observe kind of the whole way from getting out of your car or even the neighborhood, you know, or even there's a bunch of traffic on the, uh, uh, on the way to their house on the highway, it seems like there always is. They're going to talk about that also. Just yeah. anything that would get them to talk, people tend to think that you are the best person in the world when you ask them questions about themselves or about their interests. So it, look also at their, um, look also at their pictures that they have in their hallway on their way to their kitchen or, you know, all those things. And then of course, ask them what's most important to you. And that's going to make a pretty big difference. You, with that. you gotta be genuine. Don't, don't be, don't be fake about it. Don't, don't say, okay, these are the things that I need to do in order to make a sale. People can tell when you're being genuine and when you're not. So make sure that you're being genuine when you go in and have these conversations, when you go in and ask these questions, but also in that listening that you're doing a lot of times, I know early on when I first started selling, I used to get caught up in the, the script, right? What I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about this plan and these great benefits that it's got. Well, if you take the time to listen to the person that's that that you're meeting with, they're going to tell you in those conversations, they may tell you some of the things that 
they're looking for that they're seeking in their coverage or even if they're not you know if you start talking about family yeah i've got grand you know i've got some grandkids they live when you look at that picture and you notice the picture of grandkids yep those are my grandkids but they live out in colorado okay so when i'm talking in my and i get to my presentation and i say hey look you know this plan covers you for emergency care you're covered worldwide so if you're out in denver and you're you're out in colorado and you're visiting the grandkids and there's an emergency guess what this plan is going to cover you out there and so you kind of start to tie those things in and it tells them a couple of things right wow this guy is listening to what yeah. i'm saying he does care about me in my situation you're building trust at the beginning throughout and all the way to the end yeah i, I think listening is 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 just so important to the point where sometimes I notice like when people even give me directions, I stop listening for some reason. There's there's certain times that I've observed of myself that I stop listening. And so if you notice that about yourself, you may need to make a conscious effort to redirect yourself back to listening to, to where you're at. So, hey, let's go on to the, to the next one real quick. And... Hey, listen, when someone tells you that they already have insurance, don't take that at face value. They may not know what they have. They may not even have anything at all, and you can probably get them something better than they have, and you can always do a policy review. So what I want you to do, when someone tells you that they already have insurance, you're going to congratulate them. Hey, great job on getting that policy in place. I'm really glad you had something, and I'd be surprised if you didn't. All I'm going to do is get you some information on what else may be out there so in the future I can be a great point of reference for you or a family member. You continue on with your presentation, right? They give you that right in the beginning. They say they already have insurance. You continue with your presentation. You do a policy review. If they actually have something, you do a policy review. You try to get them to add coverage. Do not address I already have insurance in the beginning by asking them what they have. That is a big, big no-no. All right. There's some things I agree and disagree with yeah. here. <laughs> well, first of all, yeah, you do want to know what they have because then you need to know how to position it against mm -hmm. it. Now that was, like, and so this is this is why it's important. And this is exactly why we're doing this. This was a final expense video, mm -hmm. okay? And so in, in our business, it's very important to know what they have. So uh, when he said congratulate them, Maybe not my style either. I, like I wouldn't congratulate, but maybe uh, say, actually, that's a really good choice. Uh, maybe that's what he—that's what he meant. Right? Pay them a compliment yeah. in, in some way. Yeah, but I would say it's you know like so the, you're asking them you you have insurance. Yeah, I'm I'm on WellCare. Oh, that's a good plan. I you know I, that that that's that's a real good plan. I, I've seen it. That's a good that's a good choice. A lot of people go with that decision, and then. What you don't want to say is, why did you choose WellCare? Yeah. Why do you have that plan? Because they may what a terrible decision. Like, why would you do that? Because that makes that's what makes people feel that way. You've right? offended them. Yeah, right? you, you've you've insulted them by saying they made a bad decision. So yeah. don't do that. So maybe the so maybe the the word that I would use rather than congratulate would be affirm them in their decision and just be man, that's a that's a good plan. You know what I think that I might have an option that might be a little bit better for you that could pro provide you a little bit more coverage for dental, you know, and, and yeah. th that type of thing. But man, that's a, that's a good option. And then let's go through a presentation. Absolutely, I agree with that. And at the end of every single one, like that, that should be the heart. Like if I can't help you, then the idea or the hope is that I would be able to, uh, that I would be able to, to help a friend or family member that might have a need. Yeah, that's and 
also I think that's where product knowledge becomes so important, depending on the situation, depending on how much time, if you're working a, a retail event and someone walks by and you've got United Healthcare stuff and other other companies, but they come by and say, oh, I've got United Healthcare. That's a great plan. Um, did you know that there are a lot of changes coming or did you know that they've got a couple of new plans coming into the market? If you know these things and you're prepared when you're out in the field, it's gonna make you that much more dangerous, right? That much more valuable because you're able to position yourself and have these conversations. But if you don't know what these plans look like, if you don't know the benefits, then you, you may struggle. Now, WellCare, that's not that's a carrier here here in this market right that doesn't that doesn't sell a whole lot so maybe you don't need to you don't need to be an expert in all plans but you just need to know a little bit about it so that way you're able to have the conversation with them and you can you can ultimately position yourself so knowing these products knowing yeah. the benefits i probably want to know enough to position yeah. another another plan against them like if i if i run into someone with with well care we'll just we're just using them as an example but if i run into someone then i'm gonna then, then i would be able to remember like oh this plan has more dental than theirs this plan gives you more coverage or this plan gives you the, the personal emergency response system and where where the plan that you have doesn't or the grocery card or whatever it is that yeah. we know that would be sort of a trump card to the plan that they have. So absolutely wanna, I mean, this is, it, it's it's huge in Medicare. So in final expense, I, I don't sell final expense. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> can't advise yeah, that. Yeah, I can't advise there. Maybe that's, maybe that's a good one. I personally always think that no matter what I'm selling, I wanna, like, because again, what I'm trying to do is put them in a better position than they were in before. So I would probably wanna know what they have. Yeah. And I feel like that's an important thing to, to, to ask, but that's just, you know, again, not, not to, I'm not, one, wasn't trying to attack any yeah. anyone for for what for their opinions. Just not the way that I would do it. Yeah, and then one of the things that I liked is he he said offer a free plan review, and I think that's that's a great strategy because sometimes we get stuck in oh I've got this plan or I've got that plan, and and you 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 as an agent get stuck and you don't know what to say next, and right. and so right now we're in the middle of AEP. It's it's open enrollment, and so these plans change from one year to the next. So just say hey look. Uh, I'm happy to, to go through and do a do a benefit review and, and sit down with you and, and talk about what's changing with your plan for next year. And so you can schedule that. And then in going and doing the, the benefit review, you can say you can you can look at what's changing and then you can say, hey, look, there are some other options that are available that may give you a little bit more. We saw that your hospital copay is going to look like this. Did you know that there are other plans out there that could actually save you money if you ended up in the hospital? So knowing this information, knowing which insurance plan that they've got is critical. So that's one thing that I yeah. didn't agree with. And again, he's talking about final expense. Different there, but world. Yeah, but but that's something that in the Medicare world, you do want to know what they've got and even go as far as if you can figure out who their doctor is, because that that allows you to go back, do some homework before you actually go and, and have that appointment with them. Right, right. And in much respect to uh, to the gentleman, uh, there's not a name here, final expense uh, to, to the gentleman who did it. So, yeah, you know, uh, it was it was definitely just a a, a little different style, probably just because of it's a different type of plan. So, uh, on to the next one. This is a legend in uh, in sales is Zig Ziglar, and uh, let's go ahead. Actually, you know what? Let's go back to the Andy Elliott one <laughs> real quick okay. before before we do that. How to persuade your customers? Since you are going to do what's called the transfer of emotion, you are going to persuade them to feel the way you feel. No, if I'm a negative person, can I get you to feel positive? 
hell? Do people buy in a good mood or a bad mood? Okay, so if I want you to buy something, do I need to get him in a good mood? Who's got to be in a good mood? Me! Just you are going to do... We, we kind of talked about that yeah. one already, right? <laughs> yeah, you just gotta you just gotta have the right energy, you know. And, and we've talked about it before. You just had an argument with your spouse, and about about the kids, and then you get in, you run into your next appointment, and you knock on that door, you sit down with them, and for some reason you can't seem to close. That's because you still got all that, you know, <laughs> all that energy. You need to go sit quietly in your car somewhere before you even go out there, clear all that stuff out of your head and get your mind right before you go into that next appointment. Would you agree with that? Yeah, you wanna be positive. You wanna be in a good mood. Yeah. Like I said earlier, right? People like to do business with people that they like. Are you gonna like somebody who's in a bad mood? Probably not. Probably so not. You wanna make sure that you're in a good mood. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go on to the last one from the legend, Zig Ziglar, one of my favorites here. You see, you are what you are and where you are because of what's gone into your mind. You can change what you are, you can change where you are by changing what goes into your mind. 98% of the people in our Western civilization have a picture of themselves which is so narrow and so shallow that it literally bears no resemblance to the real person who is there. So many people have been told so many times what they cannot do that they have no idea what they can do. They have no idea what they want in life because they have no idea what is available to them. The picture they have of themselves will not permit themselves to see some of the magnificent things that are available. What you got? Man, there's so much to unpack <laughs> there, and we, we just did a podcast about this yeah, last week. Yeah, that was week. pretty loaded. But man, I just, th like you said, people, they set limitations of where they can go in their own mind. And so as as a sales leader, that's what we do here, is we, we help people to be successful in sales. We encourage people to remove those limitations that you set for yourself. And, I see this happen in many ways where they see uh, someone who is producing well and instead of congratulating them or striving for that, they'll say, oh, well, he had, he had um, something special happen to him. That's why he got those sales. Or they'll see this other person and be like, yeah, well, they'll, you know, they do it this way. So that's why they're successful. Or gosh, if, if, if my, if my cousin was, uh, was a doctor that had an office, I'd be able to make it there too. And there's all these people that they, they look at other people instead of, instead of seeing themselves and visualizing themselves uh, to be able to get to that limit not only will they not believe that they can get there, but they'll believe that everyone else who's successful is successful there because they had an unfair advantage. Yeah, they, they put some kind of, uh, uh, they'll, they'll make an excuse, right? Yeah. They'll say they got lucky. And it's like, but the reality is they probably put in a lot of work to get to that position. We see that end reward. We see them at the top of the producer list, but we don't see all the work that they've been putting in to get there. And it's, are you putting in that same amount of work? Are you matching that? And if you're not, 
you can be real with yourself. You don't you don't have to have that conversation with yourself. Am I doing all of the things that I can be doing to be a successful agent? Only you know the answer to that. But feed yourself with with positive information. Don't don't you know eliminate all the negative stuff. Eliminate the the negative information that you're taking in. Eliminate the negative people. It, eliminate you know negative energies that are around you. There's only so much energy that we can exert you know on a daily basis. And I choose to just deal with positive energy at all times. I'm not trying to deal with any negatives in my life. I'm trying to keep everything everything positive. <laughs> you remember that old, uh, th there was that, there's a meme of like Shaq, like, uh, or, or a gif where he'll, he's like wiping off, like uh, swiping away, like bad vibes, bad energy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And just kind of moving around. That's what I, that's Oscar right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. So did you have other thoughts on that one? Here's my thought is I want to challenge if you're listening to this podcast or if you're watching this podcast and you are an individual that says, man, these other people, they've made it to this level because of something different or that's great for them, but I can't make it to that level. I want to just encourage you, challenge yourself to go a step further than you believe that you can and don't limit yourself. Don't limit how good you can be. Just decide that I'm going to be the very best Medicare agent that I can be. And believe me, it's a lot better than what you're doing right now. So we just want to encourage everybody get out there. This is AEP. You are in the, uh, you're in the, the, the most exciting time to be an agent. I remember when I was, especially when I was first starting, I would get so excited really on October 1st when all the benefits would come out yeah. and I could see everybody, all the, all the different carriers and all the different plans. Now I understand we get sneak peeks now, but yeah. back when I was starting, there wasn't a whole lot of sneak peeks <laughs> that we would get. So I'm going to encourage everybody be excited, get the energy, just like all the things that we talked about, apply all the things that we talked about, become a, 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 a professional salesperson, even though you work in Medicare, get excited and take off. And we know that you can do it. So until next time, uh, make sure that you're following us and, and engaging with our social media. We'd love to hear from every one of our listeners. And if there's something that you want us to talk about, a struggle that you have, make sure you share it with us and we'll be glad to help you out with it. Until next time.